Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors, the last Monday show for the year. Thank the sweet Lord baby Jesus, because I don't need that sort of hellscape in my life. That is right, we move to Wednesdays now, uh... Just for the new listeners who have managed to stick it out for a whole season, uh, we'll be dropping the pot on Wednesdays uh, as we shift into off-season mode. Thank God it's all here. If you are playing your grand final in round 23, uh, get your head checked because it's not it's not really optimal. But uh, someone who always needs his head checked, Jonathan Crockett, how are you? Uh Exhausted. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I decided to take baby Crockett and the wife up to her parents' place. Melbourne to Sydney, one hit, 13 hours. N- not advisable, not advisable. I thought, well, bugger it, we'll back, break up the trip. Sydney to Albury, and then Albury to, back to Cranny West. Again, don't advise it. Just don't travel with a three, 11-week-year-old baby. Just do not travel with an 11-week-year-old baby. It is hell. It is. Can can confirm. I don't think it gets much easier for a little while either. So, uh, oh, they can fly. I don't care. Like the only reason we drove is because the in laws didn't have any of the baby necessities, but now they've got all that stuff. It's just we will fly, pick yep. us up, all good. And someone who's always travelling, always on the road, and he is absolutely flying. They tell me, or not? I don't know. Stato, what's happening? <laughs> How are you, boys? Now, I, I must admit, um, I've got a bit of uh, fantasy fatigue, to be honest. Um, but I played in four preliminary finals over the weekend. I got through on two and just lost on another. But um, just having a bit of a look around the sites yesterday morning, I, I just found this really interesting thing, uh, Steve. And I, I might just send you uh, uh, a little photo now, if you remember, um, there's a bit of a piss take happens around uh, old Stato when he's uh, just a tad competitive. Um, and he used to take the, the mickey out of me when we used to play our uh, our little um, uh, our little test drafts, um, the dummy drafts, and uh, that Stato used to do a bit of player swapping and, you know, just wants to win these things. So this year I was a good little boy, uh, hadn't touched a thing, and I thought, oh, I haven't looked at that at ages. I'll, I'll see how I'm going. There I am. I'm in a preliminary final, and I'm up against Jono. Oh, this is nice. Um, Uh-oh. And then Jono's Uh-oh. got on the way <laughs> and brought in Blixars, who scored him 120, uh, Dylan Moore, who scored him 87, and Angus Brayshaw, that's got him 123. And he's beaten me um, by a total of, looks like about 40 points. So, uh, Jono, congratulations, you cheating bastard. You're into the grand final. Do you know, actually, what state, though? Because I was on my own for two weeks, I actually drunkenly did this in the, for the prelim. <laughs> I'm like... Oh, let's just have a look at the waiver wire. See what's them like Gus Brayshaw, whoever got Blixars more. I'm like, some quality. I think even Viney's just sitting on the on the pine. They're like, this is awesome. Just snagged all these people. I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. Look at that. Yeah, I'm enjoy sorry. enjoy your premiership, mate. Enjoy look at it. the last move. Twenty second of March. Jono's just gone bang straight after. 
Oh, that's fantastic. Great pickup. Great pickup statement. It's uh and, and well done on resisting temptation to, to make a few moves yourself. I thought I got Well after after I saw the cheating, I, I did get rid of my um uh my four donuts that I was gonna have. Um so I thought I'd better make it fair, but he took all the good players off the waivers. So I was pretty well shot anyway. So to get within I think it looks like about forty points, it's not too bad of an effort. Yeah, Jono, hang your head. That's a- Look at that. Brandon Ellis, Jordan Ridley, and Viney all on the bench. Ton, ton, 90. That is a fine for you, Jono. That is terrible form. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially he's the one that sort of drags me through the mud with this type of stuff. Yeah. Well, look, the hypocrite doctors, right? The hi- <laughs> Don't leave waivers on when you've been drinking. That's all I can say. Goodness me. What, a, what an absolute shambles. <laughs> But it's good to win a title. It's good to win a title against, you know, and it's good to who's, play, who's playing in the podcast. Who's in there. the grand final against you? Uh, oh, I, don't know, I thought that was a grand final. Oh, it looks like um, Dossie. Dossie, Dossie hit the, the waivers. <laughs> yeah, get on the waivers, Dossie. I'll drop all my good players. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> We'll just do a few trades. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ring you at four in the morning when Jono's asleep. I've got a I've got a twelve year old twelve week year old mate. I'm up. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect, perfect. Anyway, there was football on this weekend. Uh, Stato, what did you notice? Yeah, well, this one's actually not a good one. Um, so we've had a bit of a season where the we've seen the tag sort of come in and out of vogue, but um, sadly for us fantasy coaches, the latest trend seems to be the double tag. So you've got one in the midfield and then the other one as a, a forward negating player on our running defenders. And sadly, as these teams are starting to have a bit of success with these tactics, there's a fair chance it may even continue or even worse, spread around the other team. So it's a little bit disastrous and we saw so many gun players in prelim and some people's grand finals this week that were tagged to oblivion. Yeah, absolutely. John, what do you got? Uh, exactly what Stato said, to be honest. Oh, well done. Um, yeah, I was just looking at Jack McRae. I think he's been a really interesting talking point. His average over the last eight weeks, and it's a bit of a random sample size, but it's pretty big, 94.5. Mm. Uh, he's, mm. he's sliding down draft boards uh, next year. Not going to say it exactly lines up with when Bailey Smith returned to the team. Uh, it's it's pretty close. Uh, I think they're making him more accountable. Like you know, he used to get his thirty to forty disposals and just accumulate. But similar to Tom Mitchell, I think they're just making him a bit more accountable. Yeah, I was looking at the CVAs. He's like it went off in round twenty one. He really dropped off. But before that, it was pretty pretty consistent. In fact, if anything, it went up um, in that eight week spell. So. Yeah, really interesting signs. Um, you're a, you're a doggy supporter, John. That that can't be good news. I was like, with with the, with the players they've got, like I know Dunkley's up around contract year, so they've probably thrown him. And Bailey Smith was up for contract too. That's, that sounds stupid to me, though. I got to be honest. It it does sound it does sound stupid, but you know, retaining A uh, will promise the promise of the hashtag more mid time, but. Um, I think it, I think it actually is a thing. Like, like look at Luke Jackson. They're playing him predominantly ruck now, with Max going forward. Are they driving his value up, or what are they doing there? Like, 
Well, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. who's more voted? I don't, know how footy, I don't know how footy works, but that's how I see it. Jeez, they're talking about teams in premiership windows and finals windows. I find it hard to believe they'd fuck with your lineup just to maximise a trade value. Like, mm. that seems bizarre to me, especially Melbourne. Oh, look, it does, it does seem bizarre, but we don't have, well, I don't know how a football club. Works. Well, speaking of that, you know, there was a bit of bit of talk about Max King's uh, goal kicking after his disastrous performance. <laughs> and look, I'm not an AFL coach, a former player, a sports scientist, a sports physiologist, a sports psychologist, <laughs> a kinesiologist, a biomechanical expert, a neuromuscular physiologist, or a high performance manager. But what I think, <laughs> he's holding the ball a bit funny. So. Did BT tell you that or oh, social media? It's just—it's a Stuart Lee joke. It's and I just reckon it's like the best joke, yeah, I've ever heard. Just that I think uh, you sound social media, I which th- is social media, isn't it? Just yeah, so. yeah. Anyway, I did see a couple. I did see a couple of things on there. It's like Max King wants, I think, um, Matt Lloyd to help him with his goal kicking, but Ruffy's there, so it's a big no and all this sort of bullshit. I'm just like. You, you're on half a million at least. Do it in your private time. Oh, That's what the other players, the good goal kickers, used to do. I don't know. I don't know. It's usually between the years, technique, all that sort of shit. But um, anyway, waivers. Some people are playing in round 23, as you alluded to. Pickups for next week. Any any moves? You're looking pretty confused there, Stato. It's not, I'll start us off. How about that? <laughs> I'm I'm always confused. I'll start us off. Robbie Fox, seventy eight percent owned. Max Holmes and maybe every Cats player in the lineup who plays forward of center. Yeah. Uh, Max is at sixty four percent, but uh they're playing West Coast. So uh hmm. Uh I like Zerha versus the Suns at thirty eight percent. I think the Suns might get smoked in that one, unfortunately. Uh even would you take a look at Larky in that one as well? Yeah, I think possibly. He didn't get near it yeah, on the weekend, but he, he had a big one the week before. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. mind it. If you're absolutely desperate in one of the super deep leagues, and maybe uh, a little Noah Answorth, or I probably like Starsevich more than Answorth, to be honest, playing Melbourne. So that that's actually should be a cracking game. So a lot on the line there. I've got a few more. I've got a few more on the on the shallows. So uh, Will Haywood. Um, he's just motoring along pretty well. He's uh, averaging 76 in his last five. He's 61% owned. Uh, Mitch McGovern, still available in half the leagues, would you believe? That role just looks wonderful for him on the half-back line. I know there's that risk he's going to get injured in the first quarter, but uh, worthwhile with uh, the scoring power he's got. And just because this one's going to piss you off, Steve... He's averaging 100 in his last five. It's Trent Cochin who's still available for some leagues. I looked at that, but I thought he was too highly owned. I just I don't go for yeah. those guys like you, mate, the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah. Um, next one uh, for the deep leagues, uh, Nick Haynes. He's played a fair bit forward this year, and his average is pretty low. He's, he's in the 50s. Uh, he's only 47% owned, but 123 this week. Yes, he was against the Bulldogs, but the key thing here is back in defence. We know as an intercept marker, he can certainly rack them up. So don't expect 120 uh, next week for the grand final, but could 
pull out a nice 70 or 80 for you. Anything to add there, Jonathan? Hell no. Did you see Mitch McGovern's dive? Yeah. I barely did. I only <laughs> saw this from the Sydney game. I only saw the Sydney game. That's all I've seen. I'm not sure I could own that player. That was bad. He should be fine for that. That's terrible. Has well, like, a, like um, John o. Stars meme yet? No, he did something else with it, that guy. Okay. Um, like Jono, I like to win. So um, I don't care too much about who's diving or whatever. It's about how many points they're going to score for me. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, he won't have, he might, might be, he should be a bit lighter in the wallet to do some extra running this week at training. Anyway, on to the awards. John Jarrett, junk time. Well, before you guys announce the winner, because it's very unusual, just a a couple of pats on the back or tip of the caps. Uh, Callan Ward, uh, 46 points in the last quarter. And Sean Darcy, after I sort of moved him out of every format because he just looked like he wasn't going to ever score again, smashed out a massive one on the weekend and had 48 points in the last quarter. But the winner, Jono. Jarman Impey, my boy. 51 in the last quarter to take him up to an awesome 68 for the whole game. It's pretty special. <laughs> it's remarkable. Look, I, I percentage of he's, score. He's got to have all three awards at once. That's got to be close. Yeah, there is. On a percentage of overall score, that would have to be the uh, clubhouse leader for the season. I think I saw it once a little bit early in the year. I can't remember who it was, but... I saw some. I think it might have been Jarman himself again. It was just like he was on six and got to eighty or something like that. Well, he can't win all three because the man with the ball adjacent award. No one's prizing it out of his big, strong Dukes this week. Yeah. Oh no. Our Is very own. Boy from your team. Our very own. Uh, he's done a great job this year, but I look forward to seeing him out of the team next year. Of course, it's Levi Casbolt with one touch. <laughs> one touch in eighty. <laughs> I feel like uh, Major League, one one hit, that's all we got, one goddamn hit. Uh, to, to be fair, I, I think you need to give him a little bit of break because the time on ground was concern, concerning. He only played 106 minutes. Yeah, tough, tough to get around it in that time. <laughs> Damn, that's, that's hard. And such a skinny ground, it, it doesn't really you know get to that inside 50 too oh. much. Anyway. Ben, come back, please. Uh, Amber Heard, Amber Heard, who you got? There was a few, uh, few potential. Uh, can you give us some of the tag targets? Oh hell yeah! Is that shit in the bed? Neil Brayshaw, Dacos. There's three. Fair enough. Slater, you got any? Yeah, Neil was probably um, the the clearest winner, to be fair. At least Brayshaw sort of struggled to a semi-decent score. Dacos is a first-year player, but he actually scored more than Neil did. So I reckon uh, Lockie Neil, he's had a great season, and no wonder he's a target. He's probably a target again this week, unfortunately. I'm going to give it to Zach Bailey, man. That dude. (sighs) He's hit and miss, isn't he? 22 in Supercoach. 22. Wow, He, um... What's the, what's the reverse of that? Can we give it to Cam Rayner? I think that guy's really turned his season around. He had a lot of hate. By winning the game. A lot of hate. Had a lot of hate early in the season, but this guy's really turned around. He's getting that, what we thought he was actually going to do this year and actually being quite serviceable. So whatever the um, opposite of it, the awards we've been given, let's give it to Cam Gold Rayner. star. 
Gold star. Damn there sure. you go. Anyway, onto the Twitter questions. Major Van asks, Hayes worth keeping for the grand final? Yeah, absolutely. Spoke about him before. Um, I, I just think um, his role has changed. So, yeah, quite worthwhile. I think he'll uh, give you a nice 70 or 80. Uh, which teams to stream for forwards and backs this week? Geelong. Yeah, Geelong. Uh, I mean, Melbourne are usually the pretty easy the defenders match up, so Brisbane would be the play there. And maybe key forwards against Hawthorne because that's generally been a pretty good play. Norton, Jamara, but it isn't Tassie, so... Bit who's, who's playing the Bulldogs because they give up a lot Hawthorne. of points. Hawthorne at Tassie. Yeah, okay. Oh. So it, if it was... It's hard ground. Because it's so bloody windy in Tassie. Mm. Uh, he also asked, will Xavier O'Neill still get mid-time with Kelly back? No. Good question. Um, he, he's had a few impressive games. So he had 83 the week before too. So I think they're starting to, to blood a few. Um, but, of course, he's not going to get the same amount as he did. But would Kelly come back from his suspension? Or do you think they just leave him for the last round? Oh, unless he's injured, he'll come back. Yeah, Cully had a one or two week suspension, so he should be back. Just one. Uh, Steve says, fantasy footy is truly a shit hobby, and for some reason I'll look forward to it again next year. Thanks, lads. <laughs> Thank <you>. So true. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Uh, Frio, biggest regret of the season, preferably delivered in the Antonio Brown format, which is just walking off mid-game. Uh and Pittman Jr. stonks. Yeah, Michael Pittman Jr. He is whew, rising boards. Uh, but what's the biggest regret of the season? Um, I've picked up Jed Anderson in the draft and, you know, sort of got him at a bargain. He just sat on my bench for God knows how long, five, six weeks. And I just sort of gut full and thought, well, this is never actually going to happen and dropped him. Probably drafting Jake Stringer when there was some probably more stable forwards around him. Looking for that pop, but didn't happen. Biggest regret. Um, Grundy, Whitfield, and who was your third? Every ruck. Yeah, I don't regret Whitfield. I'd still. I'd, no. Yeah, maybe Grundy. Maybe. Just every time I say I won't, I won't choose a ruck early, and then it's like there's one mm. sitting there. And I'm like, oh, how could I pass that up? And it, of course, it never works out. So I just remember on draft day you had to pick pick eight, eight Steve, yeah. and like it got Grundy got you, and you, you just did that whole how the f- you know how the fuck do I pass him up sort of like thing, and it's like, well, how do you pass him up at pick eight? That's the thing. Well, well, next year that'd be pretty easy. One. <laughs> I don't think he's going top ten next year. I have got one other just sprang to mind. Um, I was so hot on Andy Brayshaw this year. Just thought this is the year he was going to explode. But I never took him anywhere. Yeah. And and he was an absolute bargain for someone that's ended up averaging, you know, 113. Yeah. I'd say oh, another one. I, I, I traded out. I picked up Goldie off the waivers just before he got, forward status and he was doing nothing 
because I thought, oh, he'll get forward status. And then he got the number one ruck roll back. And I was like, yeah. And I was trying to, I just tried to get a trade done. And I traded Goldie and Jack Redden for Trelaw. And oh, oh, well, Redden, especially in Supercoach, brained at this. No, but he dropped off at, well, because all the players were coming back, like all Shuey and Yo. Like all those guys were coming back. It just seemed to make sense. And, um, yeah. He just kept going, and Goldie just kept going. Like, I didn't trust what was going to happen at North. And at the end, I sort of got forced into playing a couple guys I didn't want to play. Anyway, swings and roundabouts, these things happen. True. Uh, Same, Steve. Another year of great content, guys. I'm excited for the NFL fantasy season to start. I'll do a list. Yeah, yeah, you and about 800 other people. <laughs> hey, you can have a relegation league. That sounds good. Oh, Mrs. Fizz wants to play again. So I'll tell you what: if you want to be in it, DM the uh, draft doctors, and we'll we'll sort something out. All right, I'll get it going this week. Sparksy, one of the boys in our group was a real no hope, a bottom feeder until he found this pod. Came to draft day with a spreadsheet and didn't have to touch the waivers because he drafted so strongly. He owes you lads a beer. Give him a shout out, Josh Gonzalez. You fucking legend. Good for you, mate. Yeah, That's well done, done, mate. Kick it in the dick. That's how we like. <laughs> Maybe I need one of those spreadsheets for next year. Josh, hit me up. Hit me up. Or his league. Let's just get into his league. Yeah, Steve, how do you? How did you get the vision of? Oh, the last. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Breno, what now? Yeah, what now? Well, we start planning. Um, we'll do a keeper show. Um, we'll start. Uh, Getting ready, we'll go through the, the trade period, of course, which is uh, pretty damn exciting, and looking at the opportunities, and then we'll start rolling through all our shows. Black bookers, good vibes, bad vibes. You suck show. Yeah, the you suck show is coming back. I wasn't going to say that, but uh, do I, anyway. Do I, you said you announced it last week anyway, but that's okay. Yeah, you put it on the uh, social media. Well, you know, the new listeners had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. Who? Do I get on the you suck for um, picking up all these guys out of the pool? Well, you want, well, I, oh, geez, yes, that's a late that's answer. straight in. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really that's funny in. because you're not, you're not on a lot of last season shows because you quit. Well, not quit, but. Take took a, a pretty spat long it. break. You spat it. So yeah. um, tell the truth, you spat it, Jono, didn't you? Yeah, Cam was giving me the shits. <laughs> so um, yeah, but shout out to Cam actually. Shout out to Cam. Finally yeah. again for the second time. It's actually time. really yeah. Him. Oh yeah, we didn't do that. Yeah, good on you, Cam. It's actually funny listening back to the takes at Cam. Man, I wish I had to listen to him on Taylor Adams because he just pegged that situation. I was like, uh. sometimes it's really hard to listen to those ones. Yeah, especially yeah. when you got loved. Frio says, "Why is football? <laughs> what is football? Oh, I know the feeling. It's a good point. It's, all over. It, it, it's, it's all funny. Over. I get so bored, even though my work life is shockingly busy during the off season. Um, but I get so bored." in about four to five weeks and I'm just praying for, you know, all the formats to open up so I can start planning and preparing and stuff like that. But right now I'm just so fatigued. If if those uh, websites um, were deleted off my browser, I would not have an issue. Mm. 
It gets like that. Yeah, it gets right. like that. I find I, I find yeah. I get that in round one and at the end of the season. Like, because round one, there's all you just do so much, so much preseason stuff, especially those February, March months. And when the f- round one hits, it's like such an exhale moment. Mm. Mm. Around buy rounds, it's just like phone it in. Hey, around buy round. I love the buy rounds. No, I, I, I love just fuck. just after the buy rounds, it's like well, people are just like, well, fuck it, my season's done. I'm done. Yeah. Why I guess so. Them? I don't know. I mean, there's still stuff. Ha- there's still stuff happening, but you know that's that's sort of the down downward trend for everyone, I suppose. Well, the numbers are, the numbers would um, agree with you, Jono. That is that is generally when it starts dropping off. So something to that. Anyway, a host of players have started to announce their retirements. Any any name surprise you? Anyone you want to retire? Trent Cotchin. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um... Yeah, it's really interesting. There's a couple of look. There's a couple of guys waiting in the wings at Richmond that could really benefit benefit from him pissing off. I think we all would, in a way. Jeff the hair. It's been a magnificent set of hair for, I'll say, fifteen seasons. <laughs> I think the most fantasy relevant player to leave is probably Mundy, which is yeah. scary. Anyway, JPK. Well, he didn't even play this year. He had four good four. Sorry, Steve. I drafted him. He had four games. One was usable. Exactly. Exactly. Monday's still taking CBAs. Damn it. That's true. JJK. Ah, uh, he was. Okay. Yeah. Well, good for him. Good. To, good way to finish. Anyway, mm. someone who never finishes good. The draft doctors. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>